Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Hobes and As, episode two. Uh, hope everyone's had a great week. The footy was fantastic to round up the last round of round 20 to lead into the finals. So um, we thought we'd start just by uh, doing a review from last weekend. And As, mate, what about those bunnies beating the, in the roosters, mate? Oh, what's doing there? That is unbelievable. Massive rorts going on or something. That is unbelievable. Still can't believe it. Still in shock. Um, yeah, who would predict it? Crazy. I did. I predicted it, mate. Come yeah. on. Yeah, you were in on the rort. You were in on the rort. That is unbelievable. There's no way you could say Souths are going to put 60 on the Roosters. That is crazy. Yeah. So, mate, honestly, what do you think about that game? Roosters, do you give them any chance from that 60-point on, like, put on them. What do you think? Oh, 100%, mate. Uh, there's still a massive hope to win the comp. I still think they're the team to beat uh, to win the comp. And I'm keen to see them this week when they take on Penrith because what a clash we got coming up. Oh, mate, it's going to be an absolute ripper. But, mate, obviously, you know, the stats are saying, you know, people are saying that if you get beat by 50 points, you don't win the premiership, mate. So can the Roosters do it? Win three in a row and have the 50 points put on them. Mate, they've gone back to back already. Of course, they can, you know, go for the three peat. There's no doubt about it. The team's there. They've showed you all year what they're capable of. Mate, I dead set think that you are a bandwagon rooster. But anyway, black and white till I die, mate. You should know that. Moving on. Um, so Parramatta and the Tigers, mate. Obviously, you know, obviously I got the win over you yet again. Obviously, Parramatta's got the wood over the Tigers now. You gave us a bit of a scare there. Um, what I was happy about about that game was obviously the last 12 minutes of the game where Parramatta came back, whereas days gone by, they would have, you know, lost that game. Um, Tigers were on fire in that second half. They come out fire, and so Madge must have given them a, a kick. Um, so, mate, just to see the Eels, you know, respond the way they did in the last 10 and Gartho's try-saving tackle on that Luke Garner runaway. So, mate, those games, those decisions really change... Uh, what happened and you know obviously Benji getting injured early on and wasn't his great farewell but things happen hey that's why we play rugby league yeah oh, 100% um, I'm actually happy it's uh, Benji's last game uh, he had a bit of sour grapes at the end of the game there not bringing his uh, wife and extended family onto the field to celebrate it was all about sort of Chris Lawrence there where he ends up I don't know I don't know who who's going to pick him up or who's going to sign him just to recap what you said there with Benji not bringing his family, he said that he didn't bring his family because obviously for what happened, the fallout that he had at the Tigers, but also because he knew it's not his last game. So Benji really wants to go around next year. He really thinks he's got another year. Mate, one shot that I couldn't believe was the Gold Coast Titans absolutely toweling up the Newcastle Knights. Mate, where does this put the Knights? <laughs> Nowhere. Basically looking like they're making up the numbers, aren't they? Uh, that, uh, to me, they don't deserve to be in the eight at the moment, mate. Um, you know, Titans are unlucky. Uh, how good is that team going now? Unbelievable. Uh, firing on all cylinders, believing in each other. And, you know, that, they're unlucky not to, to scrape into the eight there, mate. Um, yeah, what can you say about Newcastle? It's gobsmacked, mate. It's unbelievable the way they played. And uh, they looked ordinary, didn't they? Mate, they were blown off the park in all areas of the game. Like, the forwards just weren't moving. I mean, the, the Titans were just punching through the middle. Short, quick offload. AJ Brimson, for me, what a player. What he brought to that team in the last nine games. I think he played a couple of games earlier on, but then when he came back in the last 
end of the season. Unbelievable. The speed on the kid is, is incredible. So, mate, onwards and upwards for the Gold Coast Titans. As we said last week, good on you, Justin Holbrook. Really looking forward to next year. And it's probably a shame for the Gold Coast that it wasn't 24 rounds this year in the competition because another four rounds, mate, the Titans are actually in the eight. Mate, lastly, just quickly, the storm against the Dragons. I know that you picked the Dragons. Um, obviously, Anthony Griffin's going in there next year to coach them. Yeah, what does he do, as? Obviously, you're, you're bringing, you know, different ideas and uh, obviously trying to improve that team. What they do with um, Corey Norman, I'm not sure, mate. Uh, but like I said, they've got a lot, lot of young blokes, mate. So um, I think if you can get them with the right attitude, you know, he, he'll improve. That team will improve. There's no doubt about it. Zach Lomax, love him. Reckon he's a great player, good player they need to stick with. But they're losing a lot of players, mate. They've just told Tristan Saylor that they don't want him. And um, obviously Jacob Saab, you know, for me, I, I, I was surprised that they didn't want to hang on to that big winger there. Anthony Griffin, mate, he's got a lot to do there at the Dragons. But you know what? I hope, he, hope they do well next year. Yeah, the fan base is unbelievable, St. George, mate. The great banners you always see up on the hill, you know, down with Brown, Oust, Oust. Yeah, mate, GST, sweet and soured. Um, you know, it's unbelievable fan base, mate, and they're not going to put up with uh, poor performances, especially like this year. All right, as um, first topic that we're going to talk about today is uh, Kevin Walters. Obviously, it's been over in the news that Kevin Walters has landed for two years, the coaching role there at the Brisbane Broncos. How do you reckon he's going to go, mate? Oh, mate, I love him. I think he brings the old school uh, mentality back, mate. I'm happy he's been given the chance, especially at, um, you know, his beloved club, uh, the Broncos. Uh, I think it'll improve him out of sight, mate. He'll bring the old school boys back. And, you know, that team on paper should be making the eight. And uh, I'll make a bold prediction now. I think the Broncos will make the eight next year. Uh, under yeah. Kevin Walters. That is unbelievable the way they went this year, and I think it's a one-off, mate. you got massive stars with Katoni Staggs, obviously Payne Huss um, there, but the only way is up for me there, and uh, people don't realise, between, obviously, Paul Green and, and Kevin Walters, but, yeah, Paul Green, people don't realise that, JT, mate, he's, um, you know, yeah. one of, if not the greatest player we've ever seen, obviously, uh, Michael Morgan, you know, Matt Scott, these type of players were all there, mate, you know, so... Uh, mate, I'm, I'm happy uh, Kevin Walters got the job, mate. Looking forward, actually, to see how the Bronx go next year. Yeah, great. Kevin Walters, he won five premierships there with the Broncos as a player. So to bring that winning culture and its passion, he loves Brisbane. He's a Queensland man. The Broncos, for me, just need to be back to that grinding team, that tough football team that always makes the finals, that that rules Queensland for the you know the other teams, big brother, little brother, Gold Coast and, and, and Cowboys. I hope Broncos go back to the way they were, mate. It's actually heartbreaking to see him get the wooden spoon. But, um, you know, Kevy Walters, good luck, buddy. So what I want to ask is, should Kevin Walters coach Queensland Maroons this year? This year, yes. The NRL will be finished by the time Origin starts, mate. So I reckon um, he's the coach of Queensland at the moment, mate. So uh, he should get that done. should get his three games, obviously, this year out of the way and then obviously straight into the Brisbane uh, role. But uh, obviously next year, that's up in the air. I don't think he should coach uh, Queensland next year. And I hope, obviously, um, you know, that it's taken off him or he throws it in because, um, you know, as a first-year NRL coach, there's a lot of pressure on him, mate, and that's what he needs to concentrate on. But there is talks about Wayne Bennett, mate. If obviously Kevin Walter steps down from the role, what do you think Wayne Bennett mm-hmm. going in there for a caretaker? I don't mind that, mate. If Wayne is Queensland, mate, so whenever Wayne wants to uh, coach the Maroons, I think it should be given to him, mate. Um, He's made him uh, that good. It's not funny. 
All right, as uh, Kieran Foran, we found out in the in the news that he signed with Manly Seagulls for one year, uh, one year contract there at Manly under Des Hasler. So Des has finally got his man that he was after for so long. Um, so he's back, Kieran Foran, back at Manly. Mate, tell us your thoughts. Yeah, the big banner outside the pub down there at Manly, bring back Foz. Well, he's back, mate. No, I think it's a good signing, mate. I don't think they would have signed him for much money, mate. Um, I think he's still got a little bit to offer, mate. As I said, he, he was with the Bulldogs, mate. He had a lot of injuries. And you still saw he was still making line breaks, mate. He was still, you know, running 30 or 40 metres and putting the winger and the fullback away. Um, he's got a lot to offer still, mate. I think, still think he's a good defender. And, um, yeah, I think he, he, he brings a lot of toughness to Manly. Uh, there is rumours going around that um, they want him to play hooker. Uh, I'm not too sure about that, mate. I, he might be a bit too uh, slow. Uh, he in that position. Up, he can't. But, um, yeah, I mean, with his old mate DCE, mate, I think they can cause some havoc. Obviously, Turbo back fit next year. Uh, yeah, mate, I think, uh, you know, Manly's, Manly's definitely on the way up again next year. But let's face it, Manly Seagulls, you know, they, they were a big slump this year other than the Broncos, but they were the most hit. They were the most hit with injuries this year. They, got, they lost Tommy Turbo twice in the year. You know, their back rowers, they, Fainu, um, you know, obviously didn't play the, the start of the year. So much happening there at Manly. Kieran Foran for me, great signing. Played 14 games for the Bulldogs, four tries, 12 try assists, and a 91% success tackle rate. Almost one tackle break a game as well for Kieran Foran. That's they're pretty really good stats. So, mate, if you compare that to Kyle Flanagan, 18 games, four tries, so the same amount of tries. And only 11 try assists, whereas Kieran Foran did 12. I love Kieran Foran's short kicking game. He's not afraid to take the line on. He digs into the line and puts the kick in. So, for me, huge signing. I think Manly can can go back to top finals. Oh, 100%. He'll improve uh, leaps and bounds at Manly, Kieran Foran. Uh, obviously, if he stays injury-free, uh, the only way's up at Manly. All right, as uh, it's time for unsigned and looking for a club. So these players, um, I'm just going to read probably the biggest names off contract uh, this year, so for next year. Number one, Cameron Smith. What is he going to do? Will this be Cameron Smith's last year? What do you think, mate? Um, Whatever he wants to do, mate. Whatever he wants to do. Nearly 40 years old and still covering him up, mate. Um, (laughs) What can you say about the bloke? He's a bloody legend, mate. And whatever he wants to do, he wants to coach... You know, if he wants to play another year, do whatever you want, Cam. It's up to you, mate. And uh, I think everyone will agree with whatever he decides to do. I think for a bloke that good, at his age, still performing, like he's still putting in the numbers each and every week, he's going to be an absolute immortal. I worry about what's going to happen, what the ramifications would be at the Melbourne Storm in their hooking area. Obviously, Brandon Smith's there. Obviously, Harry Grant's coming back from the Tigers. I'm not too sure what the clauses are there with Harry Grant and Brandon Smith. But as you said, as like, what can they say? Like, it's Cameron Smith. If Cameron Smith wants to re-sign with Melbourne, everyone's going to be happy. And Cameron Smith will be there for the thing. But what happens to Brandon Smith and Harry Grant? Well, um, your co-host here will be very happy because let's hope Harry Grant comes back to the Tigers. Um, he's the player I want and want us to lead us. But... Um, yeah, I'm not too sure, mate. Brendan Smith, he doesn't want to play lock. Um, he wants to play hooker, mate. And I think he has told them that, um, you know, if that option's not there for him, he will be looking for another club. So, you know, he's a great player, Brendan Smith. Like a little bulldozer and he's a machine, Nothing. mate. So, 
Um, he'll be a great pick up for any club. I, I reckon all three of them will be a great pick up for any club, to be oh, honest. 100%. Like and this then, is a merry-go-round now. This Cam, is a merry-go-round, what's happening. Cam, so. Cam, Cam Smith's the greatest um, hooker we've ever seen, mate. Some say the greatest player. Mm, that's debatable, mate. You know, I think there's a lot of more players with better skill than Cameron Smith, but not at hooker, mate. He's the best hooker we've ever seen and probably will ever see. What do you think he's going to do, mate? you think he's going to retire? or Look, I think Cameron's going to decide after this final series, to be honest. I think if Melbourne if if Melbourne hold up the trophy at the end of the year, I wouldn't be surprised if Cameron goes. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. But if if they don't, just Cameron well, go to the Broncos. Uh, Bellamy and Cam Smith, you say they're, they're thick as thieves, mate. Two peas in a pod, and I think Cam Smith will follow Bellamy wherever uh, Craig decides to go. I think Craig will take up his ten year deal at Brisbane. Why wouldn't he, mate? It's a massive retirement fund, mate. Feed up, nice sunshine, mate. You know, young team. Build that up, you know. Sign whoever he wants around him to build that club up again to what to the uh, formidable force with the Bronx were. And I think Cam Smith will follow, mate. Queenslander, why wouldn't he say no to not go back home to Brisbane, mate? Yeah, massive talking point. Um, obviously, um, guys, we're going to put this out on a poll. What do you think would happen with Cameron Smith, Brandon Smith, and obviously Harry Grant? Um, all right, so Benji Marshall. I know that we've we've talked about Benji quite a bit now, um, so I don't want to talk too much on Benji, but who is in need for a Benji Marshall in their footy team for 2021 right now? Probably Salford or Wakefield or maybe the New York Giants. Uh, someone overseas, mate. Definitely someone overseas. Uh, mate, Aidan Tolman. Aidan Tolman. Work, work, workhorse there at the Bulldogs. Obviously, um, did his time, did his trade at the Melbourne Storm there. You know, played there for many years and, He's gone out, he's gone to the Bulldogs, done his job for the Bulldogs. I mean, his stats this year, 17 games, 40 tackles a game, 18 runs for 140 run metres average per game. Good stats for a, for an older guy, for a 31-year-old front rower. Where does he yeah. go, mate? Who picks uh, him yeah, up? I, I agree with you too, mate. I think he's been a workhorse. Obviously, his body's taken a beating, uh, but... I don't think he'd be asking for too much cash, mate. So whatever club picks him up, I think um, will be a good good signing, mate. Yeah, I agree. I reckon Adam Tomlin's good. Um, lastly, Josh Adokar, probably the biggest off-season signing will be uh, for the backs, for for what for a player that plays in the back line. Where does he go? I mean, I know he's homesick. He wants to come back to Sydney. Obviously, Tigers are after him. What What's happening? We are after him. You know, there was a big rumour going around that he was asking for 900K. Massive money, massive amount of money uh, for a winger and an unproven fullback. Don't get me wrong, great player, great winger, electrifying, mate. But 900K, that's that's uh, insane, mate. Insane amount of money. We have been told it was knocked back and he has been offered 700K. Still a large amount of money for a winger and an unproven fullback. Yeah, I mean, if we pick him up at a decent price, unhappy about that. I think it's a great signing, but you know how many wingers do we do we sign, mate? That, that's always tend to be linked to every year. He's wingers, wherever he goes, mate. I think he's a great signing. But do they want him on the wing though? Do the aren't the Tigers looking for a fullback? I mean, is Josh Adokar the man that they should be signing if they're looking for a fullback? To me, Adam Dewey, what a you know he's done great there. But do they need to put Adam Dewey into the into five eight now that Benji's gone? Is that the plan at the Tigers? Yeah, I don't mind Adam Dewey. I think he's done good, mate. I just think he's a bit slow, mate. He's a bit pedestrian-like uh, for a fullback. You need someone quick, mate. I think if Josh signs you, that obviously, and that's where he wants to play. He gets that shot. Um, you know, I hope he turns out to be a freak of a fullback. Huge chunk of the salary, right? 
especially yes. when, you know, Tedesco, you know, obviously one, probably the best fullback in the game right now um, on one yes. mil, right? Or isn't he just over one mil? He's just going to, he's looked like he's going to re-sign with the Roosters for a few more years. And I think he's asking price of one mil. Now, for me, I, I was always a big believer that you pay a million bucks for a halfback or a 5'8". Something, a player that's going to have their hands on the ball 80% of the time while they're on the field. To me, they're the ones that, that deserve the mill. But these days, fullbacks, they're chiming into the back line. Obviously, the game's changing. Tedesco's proven it. A lot of fullbacks these days, they've they got their hands on the ball chiming in to you know, do the cutout balls or short balls. Or um, So Tedesco, for me, obviously on that money. Josh Adokar, 900? No. Nah. Obviously, hopefully that rumour is true and um, they have told him 700. Is Josh Adokar $700,000 man for, for a wing? That's the question. The clubs are playing massive overs for players, and then when they don't perform, they're in a hole, mate, because they've got no money to, to, to throw at anyone else, mate. They've got to stay with that player, mate, you know, or, or offloading with dead money. It's insane, mate, the amount of money that's been thrown at players that, you know, good luck for getting it, but, you know, are they worth it? Turn it up, ref. Get him on side. Get up, ref. All right, it's time for Challenge the Referee. couple of bad calls on the weekend, as A couple of bad calls. They were in the Roosters and Rabbitohs game. This game could have been 70, mate. The, the, the Roosters could have got beat by 60. The 24th minute, everybody could see it. This was an absolute try. Campbell Graham, every day since 1908, that is an absolute try. The... Referee on field, Gerald Sutton, obviously ruled it as a – he went up to the bunker as a try. The bunker, absolute howler of, a, of an answer, has overruled it. As, what's going on, mate? It's like that all year, Hopes. All year, mate. It's been a disgrace. An absolute debacle, atrocious. What can you say, mate? It's, it's pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Needs to be fixed next year, ASAP. They need a massive meeting, mate, to sort this out. Um, the ref, you know, obviously going upstairs, try. There was absolutely no substantial evidence to overturn it. What do you know? Comes back, no try. Oh, please, Hobes, please. Honestly, I want to fall off the lounge, mate. It's a, it's a disgrace. Mate, if that's like, – like, look at last year's grand final, the six again rule, Jack White, obviously Canberra Raiders and the, and the Roosters – Absolute blunder again, you know. That changed the whole dynamic of that time, you know. Jack White obviously took the tackle, you know, 10 metres out from the line because he knew there were six again. But then changeover. The, the Roosters get the ball. Like, mate, these decisions can't keep happening in our game when we have the video referees there. We talked about it last week. We remember in-goal touch judges. If they get it wrong, we understand. It's fast-paced. It just happens. We get it. But with this much evidence as, how do they get it wrong, mate? Everyone was saying try. I listened to it on Channel 9. I listened to it on Fox. I listened to it everywhere. Everyone was saying try. You can't tell me that there was separation there onto Daniel Tupo's back. It's it's a try. Like, it's ridiculous. It, exactly what you're saying, mate. It went up try. I think uh, when they showed the second end angle, it was the second replay, I went, yep, let it come back as a try. And he just kept looking at it. What are you looking at? Honestly, it was a disgrace, mate. This is why our game, you know, becomes a laughing stock. 
They just keep replay after replay after replay. What are you looking at? Right. If you don't know how to ref, get out of it. Get out of the kitchen. It's too hot, mate, if you can't handle it. Mate, again, same game 13 minutes later. 37-minute mark. Bunnies are attacking the Roosters' line 10 metres out. Cody Walker runs at the line, runs across field, gives a ball to Mark Nichols. Now, first sight of that ball, I thought knock on. It's gone into the end goal. Mark Nichols has played to the whistle as you do. He's grounded the ball in the end goal. The referees obviously now said, okay, let's just take this to the video ref. So he said no try, Gerard Sutton. It goes up. You can clearly see the ball hits the back of Luke Keary, your mate, your mate Luke Keary. It hit him on the back. It, Mark Nichols did not touch the ball. The ball rolls off. Sonny Bill just is not – he doesn't care. The ball <laughs> – he's getting his $150 million a year. <laughs> Honestly, old Nick Politis giving him the old, you know, paper bags. But anyway, so he's just, you know, on a picnic. In goes Mark Nichols, puts the ball down. How is that a, not, a, not a try as? They're saying that Mark Nichols touched it. He touched Luke Keary's back. <laughs> Mate, I've got no answer for you. I can't keep going on and on. I'll start needing uh, blood pressure pills, mate. It's driving me insane. They need to fix it up ASAP, mate. It's a joke. Referees, you've got to get it right, especially this time of the year. We're now coming up to finals footy. We can't have these bad calls happening now. This can ruin our club. It's time for underrated and overrated. We're going to give our top five underrated players and our five overrated players. We'll take it to the polls. And if you think that there's someone else that we haven't said, then let us know. Write in, put in the comments on social media, make sure you let us know. But um, for me, underrated, probably one of the most underrated players is the Roosters front rower or second rower, CSI Takeaho. What a player. That guy, underrated, goal kicking. He can do it all. He's got that big body. Punches through the line, knows how to run a hole. Played 18 games. He averages 17 runs, 15 hit-ups, 166 metres gained, 95% tackle rate, and he's making 30 tackles a game. Like, they're huge stats. And, and could probably kick 15 goals with that as well. Mate, another one, Tohu Harris. He's probably the only player that's come out of the Melbourne Storm system that's left that club, gone to another club, and he's still punching out the numbers that he was doing at the Melbourne Storm. He's played 20 games, 18 runs, 15 hit-ups. He averages 173 metres per game. He's doing 42 tackles a game for 96% success rate. Huge numbers, Tohu Harris. Yeah, to- totally agree with you, mate. Like you're saying with the Melbourne Storm players, I mean, Kevy Proctor's still all right, but he's not the same player as he was at the Storm. Um, same as Jordan McLean at the Cowboys. Uh, Tohu Tohu Harris, great player as well. Very underrated. Yep. Mate, another one, the Penrith enforcer, James Fisher-Harris. Oh, mate, I love watching this bloke play. I love the way that he just eats up the metres and he just gets on the back of the forwards going. James Tama up the front and um, Leota coming off the bench and then James Fisher-Harris just punching up through the middle. 20 games, he averages 20 runs, 16 hit-ups a game, 183 metres, 95% 95% success rate in these tackles. And he's making 34 tackles averaging a game. Like, huge numbers. Yeah, great player, mate. Great player. Um, leads Definitely leads that um, Penrith you know, front row. That, that, it's insane, mate. Great player. Very underrated, Fisher-Harris. 
Another one for me as um, AJ Brimson. Mate, what he's done to that Gold Coast Titans, I know, like, look at the Gold Coast Titans this year. Obviously, they struggled, you know, for most of the year. They're at the bottom of the ladder. AJ Brimson comes back and plays nine games. He scores seven tries, two try assists. He's averaging 3.3 tackle breaks per game, um, 1.4 line breaks per game. Mate, huge numbers for a little bloke. Just, just He seems like he's just getting better each game. I love watching him play. Totally agree. A very underrated player. He's a live wire. Um, you know, he makes breaks, he backs it up, he does everything. Very underrated. I think he's a Queenslander, mate, so he should see a, a Queensland jersey this year, I think. He will be in the, uh, the extended squad once it's picked. And, mate, I think I think the most underrated player of all time, probably Mitch Orbison. I know the guy's still going around. I, I, I don't have to give his stats. We all know what Mitch Orbison can do. For a utility player that can just fill in anywhere, you know what you're going to get from Mitch Orbison. Do, does his job. Mate, he just knows how to find the try line. For me, I love watching him play at the Roosters. So underrated. He's missed origin. You know, he, he's just an unlucky bloke that's just played in an era where there's just been so many great back rowers and he just hasn't had his chance to play because of the class of the other back rowers. Mitch Orbison, so underrated. It's actually sad to hear that he's going to retire and not even to, to wear a bench, bench jersey for the Blues. What are your thoughts? Yeah, mate, totally agree. Great utility player. Having the Roosters produce some good ones. Nat Wood, Nat Wood was another great uh, utility Wood. player. Yeah. Um, Mitch Orbison could play anywhere, mate. I mean, second row, centre, played lock. I think I've seen him play hooker a couple of times. Yeah. Um, yeah, great player. Very underrated, mate. Mate, overrated. We've got to talk about this now. For me, <laughs> number one has to be Matthew Moylan. Mate, the guy has oh, absolute... Horrible what he's what he's put out there at Cronulla, mate. When he was at Penrith, yes, he 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 was rated and and highly rated at, at Penrith. Goes to Cronulla on big money, huge money. He's played eight games this year, three try assists. He's had no tries, seven errors in eight games. Huge, huge for for your playmaker, fullback, whatever you wherever you want to put him. Where is his best position and? Is he worth the money, mate? No, he, he, I mean, he's taken the, the Sharks for a ride, mate. Um, it's not his fault. You know, Cronulla offers it and he signs a contract, obviously, so he's got a, a good manager. But, yeah, mate, I've, it's, it's almost laughable how he's played at Cronulla, mate. He, he hasn't played offered. He's always injured and, you know, his form is not up to first grade level. Yeah, it, it's quite sad coming from, a, you know, a young uh, origin player who was... Um, you know, it could have been anything. Right. Um, and he just hasn't produced, mate. He just hasn't produced. And whether that's from injuries, attitude, you know, who knows? Mate, another one, Anthony Milford. Um, we just got to be real here. The guy's on a million bucks a year. A million dollars a year for a, yeah, a halfback. Well, you're 5'8", they, they, they played him. He played 13 games, four try assists. He was averaging nine runs a game. Mate, obviously the Broncos were shot this year. Something was not right there. Um, but I was watching Milford in a lot of these games where where a lot of the times your team looks for you to step up. They look for your playmaker. For me, Anthony Milford just, he did not want to be there, mate, this year. Mate, who, who knows what's up with Milford, mate? Like the, he's been atrocious. For a couple of years now, mate, it's not the Anthony Milford that we we saw at Canberra or the start of the his Brisbane run. I don't know if it's attitude. Um, he looks look like he's got a you know a few kegs that he, he needs to lose. 
I don't know if he's been eating too much. I don't know, you know, if he's not training right. Who knows, mate? But they, they obviously need to sit him down, show him a whole video of himself and say, Anthony, where's this Anthony that we know, you know, that, that we saw before? They used to, you know, set the game alight. Used to make breaks, you know, throw those passes. It, it, it just hasn't been there, mate. It's like he just doesn't care. He just passes the ball or kicks it away. It's just going through the motions. Mate, Ash Taylor, do, do you classify him as an overrated player on a million dollars? Is he worth a million dollars? No, I don't think so. He's improving under Holbrook, mate. That, that, that's what I've noticed. He, he, he is producing. Um, and obviously, that's what they need. With that amount of money they're paying him, mate, he needs to produce. Um, obviously, the poor blokes, yeah, he's had mental issues, etc. You know, things going on in life. But, um, mate, he needs to step up big time. And next year, I think he will under that forward pack next year, mate. That's a massive forward pack next year at Gold Coast. Um, and he'll feed off that. Obviously, with AJ Brimson, massive hope to make the top eight next year at Old Gold Coast. You know, let's wait and see what he does next year. Yeah, I agree. Mate, next one, Corey Norman. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, mate, you know, obviously when he when he got pushed on a couple of years ago, I was actually a little bit little bit upset. But I am so happy that, you know, Parrot, obviously they saw something that I didn't. 18 games, six try assists in 18 games, 88% tackle rate, averaging 1.8 tackle breaks a game. What, what do you say about Corey Norman? Rubbish. That's what I say about Corey Norman. It's dead set, not first grade material. These teams fall for it. Every single time, mate. Yeah, he went good at Brisbane, mate. But he, he, please, he was rubbish at Parramatta. He's been rubbish at St. George. When do teams just go, you know what? This bloke's not for us, mate. The bloke needs a reality check. How he made a Queensland team is beyond me. That shows how strong Queensland is. St. George needs to move on him and move from him quickly. Send him overseas. He might do something over there. But he ain't doing nothing in Australia or the NRL. All right, mate. I think the last one, Bryce Cartwright for me. Showed some glimpses of what he had at Penrith. I... Always didn't think that he was a rated player. I haven't really looked at his game and thought, oh, he's actually origin material. For me, obviously, there's big raps on this guy. Um, you know, he, he's got an offload in him. You know, he can he can kick. He's got a good agility for a big guy. But Bryce Cartwright goes up to the Gold Coast Titans. Big money, big opportunity. Mate, he's nowhere to be seen. Again, another player that's come down to earth, mate. I think his reality checks come and hit him now. And he realised he got nothing to go to, mate. There was big rumours that he, he bumped into uh, the Roosters coach on an oval. Who knows what was said and what was there. Uh, he's only young, Hope. So, uh, you know, all, all, everything's not given up on him, mate. Uh, you know, if, if, he, if he's got the right attitude, he wants to train, um, you know, he might be worth a shot on, on, you know, little money to no money. You know defence wins games, right? We all know. And backing your mate on the inside. The inside shoulder, you're always there if you're going on the outside. You're backing your mate on the inside. For me, if I'm if I'm defending and I've got Bryce Carr on the inside, I'm not trusting him. I'm not trusting him to put his body on the line for that tackle to, you know, for me, he's a turnstile. Um, so, look, if he gets his attitude right, maybe he has that a reality check, you know, getting, you know, Titans told him that they don't want him anymore and, um, who knows what can happen with Bryce Cartwright, mate. We wish you well. Hope he does well. But, um, mate, so they're, they're our overrated players. Friday night, first qualifying final, um, Panthers versus the Roosters. What do you think? Here come the Roosters. <laughs> God, you are a, a dead set rooster, mate. I'm telling you. No, mate. I'm a realist. Um, I think they recover, mate, and I think they come out hard. 
And I think they hit Penrith uh, like Penrith hasn't even hit before, mate. And I think Penrith uh, go behind early, mate. So uh, I'm tipping the Roosters, obviously not by many. Yeah, what a game we've got coming up, mate. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Mate, I'm excited too. To be honest, as I can't pick the Roosters, mate. I know what you're saying. I know they're going to come out firing. This is the game. If Penrith can prove to me, I still don't think Penrith can win the comp. I still don't think. I don't know how they can keep running on with all these wins. Um, I thought they would have needed a loss in the finals to to get them on. But, hey, they've proven me wrong. Can they do it again? This is going to be an absolute cracker. Really looking forward to it. I'll be watching it uh, very closely. Um, but, mate, my tips are Panthers. Um, mate, moving on. Canberra and Cronulla, the first uh, elimination final uh, down there in Canberra. Who wins? Straight answer, Canberra, mate. Too strong for Cronulla. You I, know. Agree, I agree. Canberra all the way. Canberra will win this. They'll win well. But it won't be up, up Cronulla. It'll be bye, bye Cronulla. That's for sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. All right, mate. Saturday night. I know it's going to be big in my household with my wife following the Melbourne Storm versus the Parramatta Eels up there on SunCorp Stadium. Uh, who wins, mate? Who's your tip? Oh, Melbourne, please. I've told you all year. Parramatta's making up the numbers, and you'll see that uh, this week. Um, yeah, you can't have Parramatta whatsoever, mate. Um, in saying that, they're, they're not no hope, but you just can't have them, mate, surely. Like, the, please, you scraped through beating us, mate. You know, you beat us by four points. Going into a final against the Melbourne Storm. That's right, the Melbourne Storm, mate. Please, you're no hope, Hobo. And you've got to believe that, mate. You've got to come around to reality. You're no hope, Parramatta. Mate, look, honestly, my, my heart and, you know, everything is saying Parramatta Reels, but, mate, Melbourne Storm, for me, uh, you have to tip them. You have to tip the Storm. They're, they're odds-on favourites to win this game. They haven't lost a game all year in Queensland. Um, and, mate, they've been away from Melbourne and, you know, still performing the way they do. Craig Bellamy, Cameron Smith, um, as we are talking about Cameron Smith earlier, I just think that this could be the reason, you know, and the thing that, you know, gets him to what he wants to achieve and probably retire with the Premiership. For me, I'd love to see Parramatta cause an upset, obviously, but, you know, you've got to be a realist. And we always said that we want to talk real rugby league. Uh, Sunday, the South Sydney Rabbitohs versus Newcastle Knights. Who wins the last elimination final? A glory, glory to South Sydney. Glory, glory to South Sydney. Yeah, mate, they just win, don't they? You can't have the Knights, mate. What they put up against the Titans was atrocious. Disgraceful. You just cannot have the Knights. Kalen Ponga is a weapon and a freak. But sorry, mate, he can't save Newcastle. They are gone. And the Bunny should take care of them quite convincingly. Cody Walker, mate. Big raps, Cody Walker. Big shout out, mate. He's playing enormous. Um, I, I'm not too sure what was on his mind, mate, but he's playing better than what he was selected for Origin. So don't be surprised if he if he gets selected for New South Wales, mate, with a train-on squad. Or whatever, he's playing enormous. And Adam Reynolds as well, mate. It's them two. Team runs through them two, mate. And when they're on fire, obviously Cookie out of dummy half. Um, you know, South look good, mate. Yeah, mate, I agree. South will beat Newcastle. Um, so there you have it, guys. So we are saying that the first two teams out of the top eight will be the Cronulla Sharks and the Newcastle Knights. So that's it, guys. That's a wrap for another episode of Hobes and As. Don't forget to follow us, Hobes and As, um, on Instagram. Thanks, guys.
episode two is a wrap.